Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Caroline. I'm going to share a little part of my testimony today for you, and I pray it blesses you. Um, I came to Korea last October, and I've spent this past year teaching here. Um, I spent my winter vacation in Thailand working at a home for at-risk girls. The girls were at risk of being sold into sex slavery, and uh, some of the girls who lived in the home were also rescued girls. Um, I thought everything was fine until I got back to Korea. Um, the night I got back, I began to suffer from these attacks. I would find myself in complete fear. I would have trouble breathing and tightness in my chest. Um, I panicked a lot and I cried a lot. Um, I was really afraid, but I wasn't sure what I was afraid of. Uh, these attacks came out of nowhere and they had no apparent cause. But they would occur each night from 6 to 8 p.m. unless I was with another person. So I found ways to keep busy during those hours with other people. After about two weeks, the attacks started shifting in time. And I began, they began to be random, hitting me at school, at home, on the metro. And it was terrible. Like, I began to lose my joy between attacks. And all I wanted to do was go home. <laughs> but um, then I knew that home couldn't fix this problem. And when I found myself in these attacks, I couldn't trust my mind and my thoughts. My mind begged for escape, even in the form of suicide. Um, thank God I never tried anything. <laughs> uh, but I was smart enough not to make any decisions when I was in that state. Um, but it was scary to find myself thinking in that way. So I survived another month or so like that. Um, and the attacks grew fewer and farther apart. But the depression stuck around. And like I clung like a drowning rat to the people around me. And I desperately needed support and prayer. Um, then I found that my support was slowly being taken from me. People moving away that I loved and people I trusted didn't know how to handle me. <laughs> um, others openly rebuked me. I was told that I was, I was making people feel used, that I needed to be on antidepressants, that I needed to focus less on my struggle and to think about others. Um, at that point, I was so hurt and rejected, and I was angry at God. Like, I didn't know why he could allow this, and he didn't seem like he was fixing it. Um, so I found my safety in keeping busy, drinking, uh, self-gratification. As long as I could keep my mind off the pain, I was fine. Um, about that time, uh, one of the guys from my orientation con uh, in Seoul contacted me. He was a member of New Philly. Um, he asked how I was. I was in the middle of a panic attack at the time, and I told him, not fine. <laughs> um, he asked if he could call me and pray for me, and I told him as long as he didn't mind me crying the whole time. <laughs> but um, he got me in contact with the New Philly Seaside team. Um, it had been about five months since my first panic attack, and I, I couldn't take any more because I was suffering with a lot of identity issues, and I was still under an immense depression that I couldn't handle alone. So I called Pastor Mina, uh, and she met with me, and she prayed with me. She sent me a document to read over that taught me about my identity. And though nothing was changing in the physical, I was still depressed. But things were changing in the spiritual. Um, I began attending Seaside, and I began to learn and grow and fight for my sanity. 
And once I had that, I began to fight for my joy. And I learned later that my joy was my strength. That's why the enemy attacked it. But now I can tell you that I'm fully healed. Thank you. Um, I joined a small group, and I went through membership, and I learned that I am a son. Um, And God has healed me of my anger towards him, and my bitterness, and my shame of my past, and my fear. And he has taught me to live like his son. I have authority. I can fight and declare, and his will will be done. And things happen. It's so beautiful. (laughs) And I'm learning to claim my inheritance. And I'm learning that God loves to bless his kids. And like like the word says, uh, God gives good gifts. <laughs> and as his son, I'm finding that God has unconditional love for me. This is one of those truths that we all know, but we sometimes need to be reminded of. Um, and nothing I did in the past or could ever do in the future could change how he feels about me. He loves me. Um, I can't believe all God has done and all he is still doing in my life, even in such a short time. And if this much has changed in only this past year, I can't wait to see the growth that God has in store for me in the future. Um, I believe that it's because we're in the year of increase. Um, I want to end with this. Uh, Last summer, I was on a mission trip in India, and God was moving a lot. And a prophetic word was spoken over me by my leader, I was told that a bucket of blessing was ready to be poured on me, like blessing poured and flowing like water. Um, For a while, I forgot about this. But then, but now I truly believe that that coming into sonship was the blessing that I was promised. Um, My inheritance flows like water down from the top. (laughs) Um, Even before I knew I was coming to Korea, God was preparing this. Um, He has given me this family here and placed me under the covering of this house, which is a bigger blessing than I ever thought to ask for. And I know that everything is working together for his glory and for the good of those who love him. Thank you.